Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 7 of the Behind the Medal podcast. With me, Gary Damer. And with me, Dean Smith. Gary, what on earth have you got to say now? Ah, oh, you know the drill. Uh, give us a like wherever you're listening to. Give us a mm-hmm. thumbs up. Give us a comment. Yeah? Yeah, oh yeah, on all your podcast platforms. Gary, uh, what's the Twitter handle? At Behind the Medal. It certainly is. Now, hold tight for this very short, very quick message. <sighs> Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than Spanner or Ragamuffin, then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Okay, buckle up, put your belt on, tighten your braces. (laughs) Here we go, it's episode seven. Go! Some games for legal reasons, some names are changed. Oh, sorry. Gary and Dean, Gary and Dean, chatting along on a new podcast. Gary and Dean, Gary and Dean, you won't get this time back. Okay, so welcome to episode seven of the Behind the Middle podcast. Um, and uh, we have our second ever guest yeah. here on the show today. Um, we last week uh, went uh, to Harrogate to interview ex-England, uh, Middlesbrough, Man City, but very much more importantly, Leeds United right back, <laughs> Danny Mills. Yeah, Danny Mills. It's quite exciting. I've said before, I do, I'm not a big football fan, mm. but I think when you're an ex-England player and you've played in the World Cup and all that, it doesn't matter whether you're a football fan or not, you've got to appreciate how impressive that is. Meeting any sports person for me is a big thing. Yeah, love I, it. Yeah, but I, I, I sometimes take football for granted, mm. a football player, because it doesn't. I mean, it does impress me, but it, it's not that you know. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not you're not a fan of the game per se, so it doesn't no. excite you as much as it does does me. But ex England player, yeah, man, he's played for the World Cup. That's that is impressive. That did impress me. So I was I was nervous about meeting him. Was you? Yeah, yeah. Had you know him before? I've met him before, yeah, but in this scenario where yeah. you, you're interviewing someone and... They hear his tales. Yeah, and we've got to sort of look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the, struggle. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should say as well, well, we'll cut to the interview in a bit and you don't want to hear more from us. <laughs> but uh, we were sat outside, so there's background noises of cars and yeah. people honking at our sexy bodies. and Heckling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but no, I mean, the, one of the reasons why we wanted to... Um, at uh, interview Danny is because uh, he started recently um, to uh, compete in stamina sports, started doing marathons, started doing triathlons, uh, which is where we uh, very much start the chat. We are sat opposite our second ever guest on Behind the Medal. The first time we uh, had a guest on this, uh, we met Scott Cunliffe in Burnley and he said, oh, come to my gym where I go and train. Uh, Danny Mills inside in front of me said, oh, come to me, mate's pub. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why would you not want to come to a beautiful Harrogate, come to a pub slash brewery? Yeah, it's wicked. We're sat outside, so there may be some noise from the road, but we sat outside because they're brewing beer live behind us. It's Straight it's into a, the pump. Straight into love the it, pump. Love all of that. You can't get fresher than that. <laughs> Go for a run, come for a beer. What's <laughs> yeah. not to love? Yeah, yeah. Everything in balance. And that's why he's a guest on the show, because of that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that look, outlook. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, d- me and you met, Danny, four-ish years, four or five years yeah, ago yeah. now, <coughs> um, doing um, the, the Yorkshire Marathon. We sat out on a relay, ended up doing the full thing. <laughs> obviously, we, we'd agreed to do it as part of the relay team, yeah. obviously, for, for Jane Tomlinson. I'd agreed to do the first leg. Uh, I think the year before I'd done it, Hannah Cockcroft, legend that she is, um, had a bit of a go at me um, because I think we came second in the the first year and she wanted to win it. Oh, these Olympians, man. (laughs) I mean, Olympians, gold medalists, world record holders. I mean, come on. (laughs) But the the problem was because I was only going to run the first 10K. I'd been out on the Friday night. Marathon was on the Sunday. I'd been to a, uh, a pal's housewarming. Nice. Got absolutely levered. Um, <laughs> Wait, this is the Friday before? This is the Friday before, before the run. Drinking, uh, I think we were drinking like black absinthe. 
and stuff like that. I oh mean, it's a little God. bit weird. Um, it, it was basically find anything that you couldn't really get your hands on and, and get it imported from wherever. <laughs> Is it one, was it one of those nights where the cupboard's empty oh, and it was, you're just it was, finding it was stuff? Whoever bought what with toxic labels and it was getting drunk. <laughs> oh, man. But on the Saturday, I went over to Liverpool to watch my son play football. Had a, a death by burger out of one of those vans. That <laughs> oh, I'm, nice. I'm not really sure there was much meat in the burger. <laughs> oh, God. And then had fish and chips on the way home. Wow, so like the, the best prep ever. Oh, so t turned up Sunday morning and just thought, oh, you know, I need to run this. And I felt sort of a bit guilty. I had a croissant and a cup of tea. And then did the did the first leg, and I felt all right, bizarrely. You turned up on your motorbike as well, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Stretching out on the, this was on what the all ex-footballers do, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I ran the first leg, and I thought, oh, do you know what? I, I feel a bit guilty because I've had a really heavy weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if I run a bit further? I'll tell you what, I'll run to the next checkpoint where Hannah will be with a car, and then that saves me waiting like an hour for the big boss yeah, to come yeah. pick us up. Got there, and <laughs> Hannah had had the same idea, and she'd gone on. So that was like about 11 miles. Uh, and then I looked at it and went, oh, the, ne the next checkpoint's only, I think, three or four miles. Yeah. It was like just 14. Just like, well, actually, I've, I've done the half and I'll stop there. Bumped into Dean and he went, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've just done my bit. Um, well, the boss is about a two-hour wait from here. Mm -hmm. Oh, brilliant. We're going to have to wait two hours. Got cold and wet and sweaty and all the rest of it. Or we could actually, the, the next leg <laughs> is like about three or four miles. Yeah, we, yeah. we could jog that. And it's only like a little short hop across, shortcut across to the uni, and we're done. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on then, let's do that then. So <laughs> off we went, just jogging away. Well, that, that was my excuse. My, the actual reason yeah. why I wanted to run with you is because this is Danny Mills, Leeds oh, United legend. He I loves thought, me really. I need to fucking <laughs> chat to this guy. I was going to say, because I don't think I'd be persuading someone to run on to the next thing. I think I'd be going, right, I've done my sign up, that's me. Yeah. But it was bizarre because. It was quite a, sort of a foggy day, wasn't it? And it was yeah. a bit sort of... it was cold. And there's the switch back at York Marathon, where obviously the, the, the athletes are coming the opposite direction yeah, yeah. after sort of 18 miles. And we turned around, or running, and I saw the three-hour guy sort of going the other way. And I, and I, sort of, and I looked down, and I went, I'm actually doing all right here. <laughs> <laughs> after that weekend. Well, it was. And then we got to eight, got to 18. Yeah. And I think we picked up we picked up Howard Webb at that point as well. We picked him up a little bit before then. But yeah. yeah. Clang. Well, we got, no, <laughs> but no, he was part of our team. So yeah. he was part of yeah, our team yeah. as well. It was yeah. so, so alleged celebrity team. Um, <laughs> and Dean. <laughs> uh, but we sort of kept picking people up en route. And it's like, well, actually, we've gone this far now. Yeah. Might as well try and finish it. Yeah. Mm. And I think we, we came in at the end with about sort of six or seven people. No, yeah, we did. And pi just picking up people. And the, the, the last bit I remember, it was like we got sort of three miles to go. And it's like, come on, there's only a park run to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And it was just. But what was lovely about that, especially the end bit as well, was that for a lot of the, towards the end of any marathon that we've ever done, people are flagging, people's heads have gone. And for them to see, especially. Danny Mills, Howard Webb jogging past them. <laughs> All these football Dean fans, Dean Smith. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. From the Yorkshire Tea advert. <laughs> you see he these guys Yorkshire Tea then either. <laughs> <laughs> it was still Waterloo Road. <laughs> I had nothing. Um, but to see these these two guys running past them, all these football fans suddenly fucking had all this energy. And, 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 and I think, obviously, since since that, and I thought, and, and after being injured from football, I thought I'd never be able to do a marathon. Yeah. Did it sort of by accident. <laughs> um, <laughs> and got that one done and thought, right, that's it. Job done. Yeah. Box ticked. Don't have to do any more. He says. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the Bobby Moore Fund uh, said to me, said, oh, you, you love running, don't you? <laughs> this was 2015. They said, oh, you love running. You've done runs and marathons. Mm -hmm. Would you run London for us? Yeah. Next year, 2016, 50th anniversary. Obviously, Bobby Moore lifting the World Cup. Big oh, anniversary cool. for them. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I can't say no, can I? <laughs> well, it's part of you not thinking, because you did the Yorkshire one after that weekend, was part of you not thinking, if I took it a bit more seriously, if I, you know, and trained for the full one yeah, rather you know than what? break the, the world record. That was the hardest thing, um, because I ran 317 um, at York. In Yorkshire, yeah. yeah. I hadn't really, I mean, I'd, I was fast over 10K. Yeah. I, and I'd done a couple of halves in my time, you know, I'd, so I could, I could do a, just about do a sub 40 10K. So I was in, always in decent shape, but that was really sort of my maximum. But then I thought, well, actually, I've got to train seriously for London. Yeah. And, I, and I've got to put a bit of effort in. And in between, I'd done a couple half Ironmans and bits and pieces. And I thought, but no, this is, I need to have a real go at London. So I thought, right, I trained properly. And I, thought, and I trained slightly differently because my knees are a little bit gone, shot to bits. Rather than do the long runs that people do, sort of, you know, the, the 18s, the, the 20s, the 22s, I tend to do... 10, one, 10 on a Monday, 10 on a Thursday. Right. Uh, oh, really? And, and just, just adjust my training 
because if not, I start to limp and it starts to cause well, so problems. So you never get up into the high teens? No, so I, I, I never ran more. The longest I ever ran was 16, I think right. 15, 16. And I never ran that once. But I, I would run a lot of 13s. I'd run a lot of halves. Yeah, and yeah. I might do two a week. So I, I was doing the mileage, yeah, yeah. but just doing it in a slightly different yeah, way. And, and equally, I had a mentality of a sort of a sportsman. Yeah. You know, I would just push myself mm -hmm. and crack on. But what I found difficult with the training for London is I had this huge pressure to beat my time. Yeah. Yeah. Because 317's not bad. Not bad. It's, no, it's quick. <laughs> it's all right. It's brilliant. It's, it's, but having not trained for it yeah. Yeah. properly, you're suddenly thinking, well, now that I'm training, mm -hmm. if I don't beat that, <laughs> going to look a bit of a wally. <laughs> so that, that was always in the back of my head. And leading up to it, I knew I was in reasonable shape to do it. I, I'd run hour and a half, for, you know, one one thirty for the half marathon. So I knew I was decent. That's I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run about three and a half hours and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah and enjoy yeah. the crowd. Mm -hmm. So I had red shirt on white shorts, you know, Bobby Moore, six on the back, all oh, the rest amazing. of it, Brilliant. all that sort of stuff. Lots of razzmatazz and press around it. I thought I'm going to enjoy it. Night before, Palamine uh, rang me up um, that is that runs Skybet and went, oh, you can have a, can have a celebrity bet on yourself. <laughs> I hate the word celebrity, <laughs> by the way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Semi-famous. And he went, oh, we, we've, we've looked at your times over 10Ks and, and all these so-called celebrities can have a, a charity bet and other people can bet on it. And basically, you can win a little bit, but the charity's going to win no matter what. Even yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. make the time, the yep. money goes to charity and all the rest of it. And we've looked at your times, 3.15 <gasps> is your oh target. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, the competitor this comes the, out This is the day before. Yeah. Oh, God. And I'm thinking, oh, 3.15, is it possible? So that fun day goes out the window. Oh, completely. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> complete. So I'm thinking, can I do 3.15? Can I do 3.15? I'd, I'd been down to the expo and done all that bits and pieces, done some stage stuff and all the rest nice. of it. Nice. And I think... On the Friday, I was so excited because yeah. I went to the expo, did a big interview and all the rest of it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing London Marathon. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to do it now. I've, yeah. got to, oh, I've got to wait two days. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was quite hard, sort of that waiting period. And then sort of being in London, it's like, what do I go? Where do I find a food? Can't, I'm in a hotel, can't, oh, right, rice, chicken, plain, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, so then I thought, right, bit of pressure on myself, found a few pals and said, oh, you know, if you want, you can have a little bet. A few of them lumped on quite heavily. Oh, gosh. <laughs> bit, bit of extra pressure. So I went, so I got to the start line. Uh, I went, right, talking to a few guys. I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll have a go. I'll, I'll get to halfway and see how I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was it. Set off. Uh, Ewan, uh, Ewan Thomas was there. 400 meter runner, brilliant. Because everyone thinks Ewan's like can run really fast, but he's a 400 meter runner. <laughs> yeah, long distance is a different game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and, he, yeah. And, he's, and he's a big lad. Uh, and he loves a pint, and he has a pint on the way round. Always stops. At <laughs> 20 yeah, always stops at twenty <laughs> mile mark. Has a pint. Does he really? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> nice. How does he organise that? I've no idea. Does someone just turn <laughs> up? Probably. Uh, <laughs> James Cracknell was there, who's like super athlete. Oh yeah, yeah, big um, time. Yeah, absolutely. Kelly Holmes was there. She can run a bit. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so I thought uh, Clark Carlisle was there as well. Who was running for for Bobby Moore? Right. Who'd yeah. done no training whatsoever. Oh, I do not recommend that at all. <laughs> no. So I set off, and I thought, right, I'll stick to me pace. You know, all the lessons that everyone says, just start off nice and steady, stick to your pace, stick to your pace, stick to your pace. Mm -hmm. So doing that, Clark Carlisle's with me, and then he's in front of me, and he's running in, what are the, other, the camel toe shoes, whatever. Oh, yeah, freak me out then. And I'm, and I'm looking at him going, what's he doing? Like a lizard. <laughs> and he set off like a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I think he took about six hours to do it in the end. Oh, bless uh, again, <laughs> lessons for everybody, do not set off too quickly. You oh, yeah, it's so hard though, because you get excited. excited well, and that, and again, and that's, that's what I say to everyone. And I, I've got a pal that used to run marathons for, for, a, for a job. <laughs> and he was like, and it was all the same to people, don't set off too quickly. Yeah. If your pace is eight minute miles, nine minute miles, even if those first two or three miles are 30 seconds a minute slower, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Don't try and make it up because mm -hmm. you burn out. Yeah. He said, you can't, that's the problem. It's, it's only, when you look at it, it's only a minute, it's only three minutes extra yeah, over true. the course of your whole run. Yeah. So it might be, you might run three hours 43 instead of three hours 40. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to learn that though. I it always start so quick. It mean, well, I heard that about you, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's, this guy. That's, 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 that's the problem. So I set off and I got to halfway and I was flying. Uh, I got, yeah. to London, got to London Bridge, coming over the bridge. Mm. Wave at the camera. Yeah. Um, I think BBC stopped me to have a quick chat. I went, nope, you're not, I'm not no, stopping. There's money I'm, on this. I'm keep going, keep <laughs> going. So I kept, uh, turned, turned. that's a hard bit. 
because I, I went over about 135, I think I went over. Oh, wow. Turned right, oh, sorry, and the elites are, t are going the other way, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like oh, demoralising. Yeah. Mm. And you always think the turnaround's <laughs> going to be just around the corner. Oh, it's, and it's that's a the long hardest, way away. That's the it? hardest bit. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running seven, seven, ten minute mile pace at this no point. No way. But what I had noticed was, I had the watch on, and because obviously London is so vast and so wide and there's people and all the rest of it, it wasn't so bad early on in the, in the, in the I'm not going to call it a race, it's a marathon. Event. The, the watch was going off and the mile markers were getting further and further away. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I'm thinking, is my watch wrong here? Mm. Oh, it must be. And I started off thinking it's logistics. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's just because they couldn't put a, a big flag here, there and the other. By the time I got sort of 15, 16, which is a really hard bit in London, you know, as you're heading out to Isle of Dogs and Canary Wharf. It's on the last one, it gets really quiet, doesn't it? And a bit yeah, lonely. and it's and a bit grey and a bit... Yeah, yeah. And, and you're starting to tire. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 15, 16 miles in, start to struggle a little bit. What am I doing? <laughs> All right, stop pushing yourself. <laughs> like, blanking everybody, not, talk, not talking to anyone. Just going, no, I'm on my own. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm just running. <laughs> no, come on, pull yourself together. You can do this. You can do this. Well, I was going to say, like, surely that's sportsman's mentality. Well, it is. Champions you, League semi-finals well, you do, you mentality. Have, you have, you have a little word with yourself, don't you? Come yeah. on. Stop, stop, stop <laughs> wimping out. Get it done. There's money on this. There's charity to yeah, think about. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to finish it. How was the rest? So I, I got to about, well, I know there's a roundabout, isn't it? Canary Wharfway, 20 yeah. miles ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Eight, 19 miles, whatever it is, before you turn to come home up, the, up sort of embankment. Uh, Kelly Holmes came past me uh, with her pacemaker, I have to say. We don't all have pacemakers. <laughs> and, and she was flying. I bet she I was, mean, yeah. proper flying. And I thought, and I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and hang on. Just hang on to the back and, mm -hmm. and see if I can... I dropped to a 6.30 mile. My wow. like 19 miles. I got, about, I got about a mile in and went, I can't do this. I'm going to blow up. You, you managed a mile at that. Yeah, well, when, you know when you're hanging on to the back of somebody? Yeah, yeah And again, that adrenaline it. kicks in and whatever. Yeah. And that probably wasn't a good idea. But then, so you're coming up sort of, coming up embankment and you're getting closer and closer and... I'm noticing now the mile markers, the watch is going beep. Yeah. 22. Mm. But the mile markers further in the distance. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, mm, it's not quite right here. We're, we're missing out. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's going to be a little bit of discrepancy. Um, and I kept, and I'm, by this stage, I'm now looking at the watch and this is going to be tight. Yeah. If I'm going to make this time, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Get to 25, the actual barrier, you know, with the 25 mile marker. And you start sort of, they, they start switching, don't they, to sort of corral you into different yeah, sides yeah, of the yeah. road and this, that, and the other. And I'm looking at it and going, right, here we go. I've got 10 minutes. <gasps> just, last... un, just under 10 minutes for a mile and a bit. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, and I'm thinking, no, yeah, it must be about nine minutes, something like that. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be tight. Uh, it might, no, it might have been even, no, it was 25, the watch went off and I had 10 minutes left, but the mile marker was still a way off. Right. That was yeah, what it yeah. was. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I've got 10 minutes left. But I haven't hit 25 yet. Oh, right, God, yeah, here yeah. we go. So I'm, what, now, I'm now basically running, looking at the watch. Every step, every second. <laughs> I'm going to do Am I going to do this? Yeah. And then I got to, I think there's a, there's a sign that says 600 to go. Yeah. I thought I'd done it. No, I haven't. There's <gasps> like two minutes to go, isn't there? What? 600 to go. That's what killed me. Yeah. Yeah, you see 600, and in my head, it's like a length of a football pitch. Yeah, I yeah. thought 600 <laughs> to go. I've done it. Yeah. That's it, I'm done. Oh no, that's quite a long way, isn't it? Oh, that's, no. that's, like, that's at least another two minutes I've got to run for. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. And then you turn, you get the 400 to go, and then you turn the corner, and yeah. what, what is about 200 to go then? Well, that corner's the killer because, like you say, in your head you think, oh, it's just around the corner yeah. now, and then you turn that corner. You turn into the, the, you know, you cut down the mile and whatever, <laughs> and I've done it. And I'm on the and I'm thinking, oh, my, oh no, 200 to go. So I've put a bit of a spurt on. Yeah. Um, and it was great, because I, I, I mean, I, I was one of the very, very fortunate ones. Because you set off from the, the green start. Right. I was at the front, obviously, when when the clock starts. Mm -hmm. So when I go out, you know, when, when you're running, you can see the big clocks in yeah, front of you. Yeah, you As I turn the corner, it's like 3, 14, 30. <gasps> oh, and I'm thinking, God. oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> get a bit tight. It's a bit like, it's a bit like chariots of fire at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in slow motion. <laughs> try, try, trying to run. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, try, try, dun. trying to do my best. And obviously, cro cross the line. 3.14.46. No yes, way. get in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Amazing. made some money for the charities and oh, all the rest wicked, of it. that's wicked, man. And it, and it was just an incredible feeling.
man. He's my guy, you know. Drinking absinthe <laughs> two days before his first marathon. And having a go at me as well throughout the whole, uh, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Do you know, because what I was thinking is, I mean, obviously he's, he was an ex-professional footballer. Yeah. He's going to be as fit as a fiddle. Yeah. Base fitness is going to be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. However, it is a different ball game, isn't it? Running mm. a marathon. Oh, completely. I played a game of five-a-side the other day. I was knackered. It's a, it's a different discipline. You're yeah. twisting, turning. Different you're running foot. in short bursts. Yeah, different fitness. Different fitness, completely. So for him to like still have that attitude of, mm. yeah, we'll see what happens, <laughs> and accidentally run a marathon in yeah. three hours. Was it 17? 3.17. Three? Unbelievable, man! But that sort of thing—that never—it never goes away. That you know, that 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 fierce competitor. Yeah, and I think he touches on that later on. Yeah, yeah. later on in the oh, interview. Man. My guy, and again, shelling you—I'm always on board yeah. with that. Your shit celebrity status. <laughs> 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 I also found it interesting as well that he um, and he he only sort of brushed past it, mm. which I noticed. But he was like, oh, you know, he was he retired from football through injury, didn't he? Yeah, um, and he brushed past that good just. Written off ever being able to run a marathon, mm. and again to to write it off, but then to do a three seventeen marathon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's some strong sports mentality in it. It's just, yeah, just the will to win for himself. Yeah, in, in that in that moment, yeah. And and what he talked about how how he has to adapt his training routine as well. Yeah, is, yeah. is fascinating. You know, um, I could never imagine just running a half marathon before doing a full one regardless of how many he says he, he does and stuff it's, it sounds um sounds mad to me but again that's that sportsman's mentality so mentality because so here is here is something that is a a boundary for me his knees yeah uh so how can i achieve something that i want to achieve i just have to adapt yeah it's good advice really if you are if you if you have got i mean mm. i don't know say if it is like if a doctor would recommend it or whatever <laughs> but it's good advice if that's what your your wall is that's what you're aiming for yeah, yeah. um and also, I'd like to advise about at the start as well, because I always set off too quick. Oh, same. And, I, and it's so hard not to, especially in the crowd. And yeah. The, in the big ones, you just want to jump out of the fucking gun. Yeah, but it does talk so much sense because it is going to cost you, mm. you know, your, your PB or whatever you're aiming for. Absolutely it is, yeah. Um, right, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll fire straight back into it. Um, so, yeah, here's more from uh, Legion United legend, Danny right. Mills. For the next nine hours, I couldn't eat. Um, that was tough. Yeah. Oh, really? Why? Just because of the physical you know, toll? You, yeah. You know, when you've pushed your body to yeah. beyond what it's really supposed to do. Yeah. 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 I know that. I, I, <laughs> and it, the hardest bit was you walk along the mountain. You, you had to do the, the press and bits and pieces and your space blanket and getting mm -hmm. warm. Walk along, met the people in the charity bits and pieces, uh, doing all that. And I met my son who'd run the, the 5K, the mini thing that morning. Um, and he, He's a, he's a runner now, run, a GB athlete. But he's going, right, right, Dad, come on. You need to get some fuel inside you. And I'm looking at him, just going, leave me alone. Bear <laughs> <laughs> in mind, I've done this to him for years. You know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you need to get a shake inside. You need to get some food. You need to get all this. And he just keeps giving me stuff. I'm going, just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> just leave me alone. Back dad, come on, you, come on, Dad. You need to get a massage. <laughs> have this bar. Have this. You need to keep walking. Bear in mind, what was he? He'd have been 16 at the time. I turned around to him and I went, George, just... <laughs> Off. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Love you too, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he was giggling all the way through. Awesome. But no, it, it was it was just, I think to to do it with Yorkshire Yorkshire Marathon was brilliant, mm -hmm. uh, absolutely fabulous uh, to do that local and Jane Thomas and all the rest of it. But to do London, probably the my, most iconic marathon in the world. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. With all the people, you know, with with people shouting at you, you know, the Bobby Moore thing. You know, it, it's just. I, it's an experience that you never ever forget. No. And, and, and again, times don't make any difference. I think just completing it, getting round for most people is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doing 26.2 miles. Oh, it's, and, and you know. It's an achievement. I, I get, what, what's the average for the London Marathon? An hour and, four hours and four and a half? I think it's four and a half is the average. Yeah. I'd say probably more than that, but, maybe but, closer uh, to five. I think it is probably more than that for London because of how busy it is and how much fun it is, people yeah. don't really bother about times. And, and, and that's the real. I think I think I ended up running 26.7, 26.8 miles <laughs> because you're not on the blue line. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. taking you know, the corners and all not, that. You're not the elite athletes on that blue line all yeah. the time. Um, I always forget about that, especially when doing the biggins. 
just by weaving, getting yeah. picking up water. You, and, and, you know. and also, yeah, that, and that's the thing you go, and it soon adds up yeah, over yeah, the yeah. course of time. So, I, people that want to set a PB, London's probably not mm. the one to do. Not that. ideal. And you, you go to Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. I've done uh, Yorkshire was a hard one for me. I, I struggled on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a tough because it was quiet, quiet, lonely quiet. run. I prefer the crowds and people shouting well, name. And I, I, I say it's brilliant, and, and that's brilliant. So I persuaded my wife to to do one. Um, sort of persuaded her. <laughs> Basically, said if you don't do it, you know, you, kids, 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 have, kids have got nothing to be proud of. <laughs> Might have been a bit of bullying going on, <laughs> but no, but but and and, that, and that's the point. And and she goes out and runs on her own all the time, mm. you know, podcasting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And she just listens to a little bit of music on her own. And I said, but when you get to the day, and that's the problem, running too quickly, getting caught up in the event, Excitement. always do that. But you'll get through it because yeah. of that crowd, yeah. you know, and, and people will help you along. And even if you have to walk a little bit yeah, and yeah. stop and have a chat, you know, people have said to me, walk, you know, people that struggle. Walk the water stations. Yeah, you know, just have a little uh, two minutes. No, that's not even two minutes. It's, it's like twenty seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stretch have out. a little walk. Yeah. yeah, and then go on again. Yeah, and just in keep a, doing it that. In New York, Gary sat down on a curb and found his mum. Oh. <laughs> I did have a little chat with my mum. I, I actually took my trainers off, phoned my mum. <laughs> I mean, that was a slow time, but I needed that little five minutes just. To and, and, and and that's what it is. That don't. I think for for most people, I mean, what I, you know, going for a time. I didn't. Did I enjoy it? No. And I won't lie, it, it wasn't enjoyable because mm. you're constantly pushing yourself. Yeah, and yeah. You're thinking, I've got to hit this time. I've got to hit this constantly time. Constantly in your head, checking yeah. your watch, and, and all and that. And it's not, and it's not particularly nice mm. for most people. It should be enjoyable. Yeah. The training should be enjoyable. Like I went out this morning. I mean, it's a, as it always is. It's a beautiful sunny day in Yorkshire. <laughs> Yorkshire, um, <laughs> nice, nice and crisp, nice and <laughs> sunny day, and it's beautiful. And I just went, you know what? I'm just going to go out. I'm going to run. I know, I know my routes. Around. I'm going to run four miles. I started the watch. I don't look at it. Yeah. Because I'm just. I stopped actually. I bumped into somebody. Had a quick chat. Lovely. Brilliant. And then run it. Because actually, running's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not running for a time anymore. When when you're a sportsman or an athlete, it's not fun. Mm. It's really because you're constantly looking at the watch. You're constantly pushing your body to the very, very limit of what it can do. It's fun mm. when you finished. Yeah. And you go, oh, brilliant! I've. I feel like I've enjoyed that. But it's not enjoyable when you're doing the run. And that's what it should be for most people. So sometimes just go, you know what, I'll go a little bit slower and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Run within yourself. Mm. It's far easier and far nicer to, to do that. That's kind of what we're saying about Madrid, because we're, we're, we're training quite well. Um, but with a month to go, we're not really going to get the miles in that we necessarily want to do. So we're just going to go and have a nice time in a city we've never been before. Enjoy, enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah, because <coughs> I think that's quite a busy one. Madrid, and, and I think that's. I know I've spoke to a lot of people that do a lot, a lot of marathons, and that's what they do. They, they pick somewhere in the world, somewhere a bit different, yep. and go. You know what? I'm going to go there. I'll, I'll run the marathon, and then I'll have four or five days enjoying the exactly. city and the town. That's, that's, that's exactly what, that, what we do. Yeah, yeah. That's what we and do. And you go, actually, I can have a few beers because I've run a marathon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you, are you, or a few vinos. Are you tempted <laughs> now to do a marathon and, and, and have that more party side of it? Do you know what I mean? There, I know there, you, there, there is. I mean, the, the problem is a bit, a bit of sort of OCD, a bit of competitive nature. Yeah. Can I handle doing a slow one? Well, not necessarily a slow own. one, but just <coughs> but enjoy for me, it a bit. Yeah, can, right, can, I, I, can I do it and not try and set another PB? Right. Mm. That is my problem. And I need to get that in my head. Yeah. So what, what I need is almost to say, you know what? I'm going to run as part of a team and get people through it. Yeah. 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 Or I'm going to be the pacemaker and we're going to do four and a half hours yeah. and it's going to be okay. Mm. Be a pacemaker. That's a good job. And, and do it something like that. You'd look lovely in one of those big Duracell flags. I've done that. Did, that, did that for Leeds, Leeds, Leeds 10K. I did that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you do that when yeah. they asked me to pacemake it? Yeah. And I went, nope. I did an hour. But, 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 you know, and again, you forget, for me, that's comfortable. You know, yeah. just run the 10K in an hour. Yeah, yeah. But actually, I think we got about 25 people under an hour Brilliant. First time they've ever broken an hour for That's the 10k, lovely. and you go, and, and these people are ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, and, and it's that huge. It was brilliant for me because it was like, right, come on, if you stick with me, mm-hmm. we will make an hour. I think we came in 59 and a half minutes. Brilliant. That's perfect. And it was like, we are going to do this. Yeah, yeah. And if you stick with me, and I, and I thought I've got to give myself a 30 second buffer in case people <laughs> yeah. just drop off at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if we do it, you'll get through it. Mm. And, and the elation of people's faces. And, and I did York, uh, Yorkshire Marathon one year, and I stood on the finish line helping out and people coming over and the emotions of people finishing and just being 
either drop down because yeah. they've like that's it, and in their head, and that's what. If and I always say to people, if the if the finish was another two hundred yards on, you do it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because you finish mentally, you just go switch off. Yeah. And just stop, and the yeah. body gives up and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think seeing people finish that elation, whether they're doing it for charity, whether they're doing it for loved ones or family or whatever it is, everyone's got their own reason for doing it. That elation in people's faces when they finish is just off the scale. Yeah. I think it's so life-affirming as well for me when you see people accomplish, achieving things that they have set themselves to do. And that and, level and it's, of... And it's tough. For, you know, oh, like fucking said, hell. Four or five hours on your feet yeah. running. Absolutely. And then the six months before that, doing exactly. all the training. It's, it's all doing the training all that. and the time you give up and everything. It, it's bloody hard yeah, work. Yeah. That moment. And it takes a lot of dedication just to, mm. to get to the start. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tried to do Ironman and... and didn't make the start. I, I popped me back and put two discs out three or four weeks before the event. Oh, shit. Oh, no. And they said the hardest thing is is getting to the start line. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, that's that's again that's extreme. And I probably because my knees aren't great and my back wasn't. I probably shouldn't have done it. But I had that in my head. I want to tick it off. Oh, did you still do it? No. Oh. Um, I've, but I've still got it in my head. <laughs> so I've done several. The, the problem is, the half Ironman 70.3, as they call it. Yeah. That they took the half away. But it's still a half. Yeah, yeah. And we've my, done a couple of them. And yeah. my kids were like, "Yeah, it's still a half, don't it?" <laughs> <laughs> can't see me. Can't see me. Me pull a funny face on a podcast, but it's like you know, <laughs> it's not a half. Well, it is really, isn't it? It's still six hours of event. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, five for you know. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Rated. If you put the effort in, <laughs> but it, but it's sort of it was that Iron Man, you know. And do I do I get a little tattoo? Yeah, at the yeah. end of it, and all, and all that sort of stuff, and and. I've done all the training, oh and all man. of a sudden it, something goes, and you go. Uh, so I, I've, I've, that was two years ago. I've tempered that idea and thought, don't be silly. Yeah. Mm. But it's still in the back of my mind. And, and that's the thing, as you said, could I do it and just complete it? Yeah, enjoy it. My, my aim was always sub 12 hours. That's what I'm going to train for. Yeah. Now, if I did it and didn't sub 12, would I feel disappointed? Mm. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's, and that's, it's do you know what? It's a rubbish mentality. And I don't recommend that to anybody. It's a bit of a burden. Do you sometimes. put that down to the, the years you've spent as a yeah, pro, it's, pro it's footballer? Purely down to sport. Yeah. Purely down to sport. And, 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 that's, and that's the difference. Professional runners, professional athletes, professional sportsmen have a, a separate mentality to the rest of the world. Mm. Uh, and I see it in my son now, who is coming up through the ranks, who winning is everything. Yeah. You know, it has to win. And sometimes it's not. It's like, you know what, you've run a PB but you've come last in a senior event. Mm. Bear in mind, he's only 19. It's like, that's progress. Yeah. You've got a PB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I came last. That's not the point. <laughs> you know, and, and, it's, and it's sometimes you have to, but it's that athlete mentality. It's about I have to win. I have, yeah, to, yeah. I have to set a PB and I have to win. But are you able to see that and say that to your son, but not say it to yourself? I am, I am now, yeah. but I'm 41. Um, <laughs> when, when I was 19, 20, 25, yeah. no chance. Probably even when I was 30, no chance. Well, could you not then take your own advice now and say, hey, listen? Yeah, I'd like to think I could. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite hard. Not as easy, yeah. No, it's, it's, not as, it's not that easy. Uh, do you know what I like about this? The, we, this is our second guest we've had on. Yeah. And the second guest who's been an advocate of the London Marathon. Yeah. They've, they've both bigged it up. That's true. Scott and Danny. Um, I so wish I could join in with that Morgan chat. You've got to just keep applying I, and you'll I, get I, in. I, and, I will. I will. And then you'll realise how great it is. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because those, especially Scott, he's run marathons, you know, all over the gaff. Yeah. It's, that one stands out. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. a great event. Mm. So, yeah, get on it if you can and let us know if you have done it. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. Send you memories of the London Marathon, and yeah. um, we've got uh, we hopefully have a friend coming on um, a bit later in the year uh, to talk about his experience of the London Marathon. Um, but even if he doesn't turn up, then we'll uh, we'll just do a London Marathon episode where we talk about about bits and bobs, eh? Yeah, why not? Sounds good. Sweet. Um, one of the things that I picked up on in that last uh, little bit was how he was saying it's not enjoyable when he's going for a time. Yeah. About not taking the time to to drink in the crowd, drink in the, 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 the event itself. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? You've, you don't realise until you hear it. Well, I didn't anyway. That It sounds fucking exhausting being a sports person. Oh, man. Just to constantly have that uh, sort of pressure on yourself to mm. 
to push more, to be faster, fitter. Yeah, because when, I, when I'm hurting, I just think, oh, fuck it, I'll just walk for a bit. But they don't yeah. feel like, it doesn't feel like to me they've got that in them. They're just going to go, no, <laughs> shut up and keep yeah. going. And that must be tough, man, yeah. to have that constantly in well, everything I mean, you do. He said in the, the, sort of late on in that last clip that he uh, he feels like that, that mentality is a bit of a burden. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's with retrospect. When he was a footballer, I mean, like I, I was down at Ellen Road, man. He was, he was like the Duracell bunny. Like the guy just would never stop. Really? Yeah, oh, man, madness, madness. Um, but another thing he says there as well is that the hardest thing is getting to the start line. Now, I never thought of that, but especially in these big stamina events, all of the fucking work is done before you get there. So do you mean, I, I didn't pick up on this. So do you think he means like anything could go wrong, like when he popped his back or? Yeah. So it's, you talked about the, talked about Ironman there. He didn't get to the start line. He did all his training and then late, late doors pop there it goes and uh, so he didn't get to the start yeah, yeah. but like you know we've just done a big run today and that was tough but we're putting the building blocks in place so that when we get to madrid in a few weeks time we have a nice time the hardest thing is getting there yeah yeah yeah. and he's absolutely right but i never thought of that no i hadn't i didn't even pick up on it to be honest when he said it but yeah it is mm. and it can co so easily go wrong yeah there's a million things that could can go wrong um on the day of course but just you do so many miles if so many runs um leading up to something like that that yeah something go madly wrong what i got from uh, that uh, that segment as well is just his love for yorkshire gary there isn't though and it's interesting do you know what before he's not even from round here yeah he's not is he i thought he was but he's no, not no. he came up from charlton i don't know i don't know if that's where he was uh he was born but yeah he, he, we signed him from charlton so he's a bloody savannah yeah and he, lo he loves it doesn't he oh man do you know why go on because he's right it's great should we uh, do the next segment? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some more from Danny Mills. <laughs> and, I, and, that, and, that's, and that's the problem. I think once, once you've had that mentality, it's hard to let it go. Oh, yeah. I've let it go in certain things, you know, and sometimes I'll just do park run for a little jog round and whatever. Mm. But if it's a big event and I'm training seriously for it, I want to do it. Yeah. In my head, I want to do it as fast as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. As properly as I possibly can. How difficult was that for you when you retired then? Because it was a forced retirement, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Was, it, it yeah. was tough. So I, I did my knee at 30. Mm. Uh, I was told that chance of playing again were average. Got that one from the when I saw the surgeon and got the old... Oh, yeah, God, we'll have a go. Yeah. I think we, 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 we can fix it. Mm. Mm, yeah, that funny sort of face they pull. Uh, two years it took me to run again. Wow. Uh, post sort of knee, two knee ops. So that was, I, I never thought I was going to run again. Uh, that, was, that was always me difficult. And I'd always wanted, in the back of my mind, because old pal of mine was a marathon runner. I wanted to run a marathon. And I've always had sort of that in my head, I want to do it, and I want to do it quite fast. And, yeah. you know, the, if I'd have been fit, the aim was always to break three hours and that sort of stuff. Being able to run again was nice, just being able to run. And it, do you know what, it was, it was brilliant. The first times I started going out running again, I can run. Yeah, yeah. After two years, that's yeah, understandable, can, isn't it? I can just run. Because I bet you take it for granted. I'm well, sure it, we do. Well, it is. And, and, and suddenly it was like, I'm going to go for a run around Australian Arrogate. Mm. And I used to do this pre-season, so I know exactly how far it is, exactly where every marker is, exactly what times I needed to hit when yeah. I was training for, for football. I'm just going to run there. Mm. And I'm going to jog. If I want to have a stop and have a chat to somebody or pat a dog or whatever it is <laughs> I'm going to do it yeah. and suddenly running became enjoyable yeah nice because before like I said when you're pushing yourself constantly it's not much fun mm. and, and that's what uh, there are very few professional sportsmen in the world very few professional athletes so enjoy your running mm. yeah. you know keeping fit it, it, it should be fun run but it should be fun yeah I, I was going to mention that because that programme Harry's Heroes was on the other night where yeah, I was a bit slim for that, apparently. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> well, I was thinking That's because brilliant. it was a rake of England players who would all let themselves go. And I, from my observation, because I'm not a big football fan, really, to be honest, <clears> but from my observation, they do stop playing and they just balloon. And it just seems very few athletes do. I, th I think it's, I mean, if you're sub 45, because you're involved in that culture where football change and diets change and fitness change, you probably look after yourself a little bit better. Gareth Southgate, England manager, right, yeah. who uh, obviously a pal of mine lives up, up the road. He's done a marathon. I think he'd done Berlin. Oh, nice. Um, but so <laughs> there's the culture now where you look after yourself a little bit better. Yeah. And people will say to me, oh, you're always in the gym, you're always doing Pilates, and you're always doing this, and you're always doing that, and you're running or you're cross-training or whatever. 
you know, is it just that football, sports and mentality? And I said, no, it's vanity. <laughs> is that what you put it down to? Oh, massively. Well, yeah. I've got you on Instagram massively. and some of the shapes I I'm see you in you, on your Pilates it's, machine. It's, it's all like you see me with the top off. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not allowed to post them. Um, <laughs> Send us them after. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, 60% of it is vanity. Right. Because I, I don't, I don't want to get fat. Mm. I don't want to get. I want to stay in this, you know, reasonable shape. Mm. I want to look decent. Yeah, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Well, there's a health benefit to that as well. Well, but then the health benefit sort of comes after that, and then there's part of it that is still habit, and there's a part of it that is my mind. Just got. I just need to do something. Yeah. I can't go out. I still struggle to go and have a beer or a few glasses of wine or some vodkas, unless I've done some exercise. Yeah. And, and it's almost like you know, it's balance, give and take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, I need to. Brian Kidd was brilliant when he was at Leeds. If we if we knew we were going on a big night out with the lads, he were like, right lads, you can work up a thirst in training today. Brilliant. There'll be a bit of extra running, and it, and you do you, you finish it and go, oh, I feel I've earned that. Now. Yeah. And you enjoy it a little bit more. I like that that he's that he didn't dismiss the idea that you guys had gone yeah. out and he just let you it's like, work okay, out. Yeah. But we're going to earn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like that. And, and and that's and that's what I do now. It's like actually I'm going to have a real tough session. And I'm gonna have a real good meal, and I'm gonna treat myself. Nice. And a pack of crisps. Yeah, I did it just before Paddy's day. Just gone. I made sure I did a nice. Well, yeah. it was only about seven and a half miles, but quick, just yeah. so I could earn me Irish spears. And, and, and you do, and you, and you, then you go out and think, you know what? There's no sort of guilt around it. I've done, I've done me bit. I've earned me drinks. I've had a bit of fun. Yeah. And, it, and it's that, it's that work-life run balance. Mm. And I think, and that's what, you know, in, in this day and age now, where sort of mental health and everything is so apparent. It's what you need in life. You just you need a little bit of yin and yang. Yeah, and it's about looking after yourself in that way as well. If you know that it's it's perfectly acceptable to go and socialise, have that wine, have that meal with your friends. Feed, that's food for the soul. Yeah. But you need to make sure that the balance, the yang to the yin, is and, there and, as well. And so so it, so we then go back to when I did the Yorkshire, fish and chips, and all the rest <laughs> of it and, and beer. But actually, good carb loading. Well, <laughs> the, and this is the thing: the, if you've done enough training. The two or three days before, and don't really matter. No. Yeah, you you've, can't, done, you've done it all. You can't undo <coughs> yeah. what you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, well, maybe if you turn up absolutely hammered, might, <laughs> might not be a good idea. But you know, it, it's unless you're stupid, you, you can't undo what you've done in three days. It takes it takes a month. Mm, absolutely. To, yeah. to deep, you know, if you've done six, four months of training, mm. you could miss three weeks. Yeah. Well, we were just and saying that fine. off mic. Some some people worry if they have a week off, if they're feeling a bit of a cold or whatever, yeah. and then they write off. They go, "Well, oh, that's it. I can't run the marathon or yeah. the 10k because I've got, I've had a week off." And you, like you say, you can't undo it. That and I think that that's a big lesson to to a lot of people, um, and that's what I've had to sort of talk to my wife about. Being it's her first, will be her first marathon. Touch wood, she gets through it, mm -hmm. and she's done all the training. But we started earlier than the most, you know, most of the training. Got herself sort of fit, yeah, and then started a program. Then had a holiday, had a little bit of a break, and then go back to it. And you adjust the program to yourself and, and what works for you. But I think, and that's the problem, when you haven't, a lot of people do, maybe only ever do one marathon. And it's a huge achievement. And they, they get a bit panicky. Yeah. And it's like, no. And I always say to people, if you can run 16 miles, 17 miles, you can run a marathon. Absolutely, because the day will pull you through that. Yeah, you'll, you'll get through it on 100%. adrenaline, on crowd, on everything else, and but, all those types of things. But I always think the fear is not understanding what 26 miles is. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, you can do it in a car, fine. And you can... You, you it's can, a long way. Oh, it is a long way, yeah. <laughs> Especially through the fucking centre of London. You're well, better well, off running also, it. I think the, the, and the problem is nowadays, because of extreme events and sponsorship and... Doing a marathon used to be like an yeah. unbelievable achievement, and it still is. Yeah, it is phenomenal mm -hmm. for your average person to do a marathon. It's like dedication, sacrifice, hard work, all those things, and it is unbelievable. But in terms of sponsorship, and people are going, well, yeah, everyone's done a marathon, mm. and that's the sort of the social media perception. Yeah, yeah, everyone's done a marathon. I'm not sponsoring you for that. Yeah, you're not going to do ten back to back. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you're not going to do it like in a diver's suit. Yeah, and and that, and it's. And it's getting harder and harder to raise yeah. money. And, and I think that, that's, a, that's a bit of an issue that I have with, because I think people underestimate what an achievement it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I do, I try to do one, one a year, maybe two a year sometimes. I don't do the actual marathons for charity. The only ones I do for charity are the 10Ks. But people think just because it's a 10K and I've run marathons, they go, ah, oh, well, I won't bother sponsoring yeah. you. And I, I think that's, that's a weird mentality to have, because <coughs> at the end of the day, it's for charity. And, you know, it's, it's still a good cause. And despite the fact... I can run a marathon and it's a 10k. Yeah. You, you but then that's that's interesting you say that because I, having 
when I did the first one with, with you guys in Tromso, I've never asked anyone to sponsor me again after that because I've not felt like I've topped it going off from yeah. what Danny mm. said there. But I've probably got the wrong mindset there. Every All of these things are achievements. Yeah. And so if you feel like raising a few quid for whatever it is, you should do it. Yeah, if you can be do, it, do it, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've but never but thought it, of it, it like that. But it is getting harder and harder because, you know, you've got people running, you know, all sorts. Yeah. I don't know if you follow um, Nick Butterburn that's running 200... Is it 200 marathons? 400 mar 200 marathons in two years? Oh, something wow. like that? Wow. I mean, he's just constantly on the go. And it's all... Uh, oh, who was the guy? Who was the comedian? Eddie Izzard. Eddie yeah. Yeah. You know, but he was running them at, what, eight-hour pace and whatever. Mm. You know, for, was it 47 and 47? Well, he ran, yeah, all the way around the country, didn't he? Yeah. Like, literally all, And, and all it's, it's almost... These are incredible, mm. but they're sort of diminishing what most people are doing. Mm. Yeah. Because people are going, oh, well, yeah, but he's run loads. Yeah, yeah. But then in I one do, go. But then I do think we, we had a guest on here um, a few weeks ago um, who said, and he put it so eloquently, it's not about running long distances, it's about achieving things you didn't think you could do. Yeah. And so if for next man, man walking past us here in Harrogate, if he's never run more than a 10K before, he slips his boots on, does a half marathon, absolutely. So that's and, and brilliant. That's, and, that, and that's what it comes down to. So, uh, you know, and I, my wife is sort of the, the perfect example for that, that's I'd never run never run a half marathon I'd run Leeds 10k mm -hmm. uh, a few times and bits and pieces and done that and then that sort of like well you know a bit of goading you know a bit, a bit, <laughs> bit of prodding you can't yeah. do it you can't do it you can't do it <laughs> and then the kids going oh we'd be so proud of you mum well it, it's like it's ticking off that box yeah of course there will be a charity element to it and they will be raising money for, for Bobby Moore and bowel cancer and uh, cancer research and mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff but actually it's that achievement of doing it and going you know what what an example to my kids yeah. that yeah. never thought I was going to do it. Thought, Mum, you can't, mm. and I have. But anti yourself as well, knowing that you can do it yeah. yourself. You know, and I, and I think, and and, that, and that's what it is. And you know, and, and it doesn't matter whether it's a ten k, whether it's a park run, yeah. Mm. You know, whether it's a half marathon, whatever yeah. it is. If you've never done it before, mm. it's massive. Huge. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I absolutely love that. Absolutely massive. And I think that's what people forget because people do get because on. It's so accessible now on social media and everything. So many people are just going, well, yeah, but everyone's doing it. Mm. Thousands of people run these 10Ks and yep. this, that, and the other. And, I, and, I, and that's why, you know, Parkrun has been sensational. You know, absolutely amazing. And when I saw the other week, you see it on social media quite a lot, you know, an hour Parkrun, it's the same distance as a 20-minute Parkrun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think I'm and actually it's harder because oh. you're on your feet for a longer time. We yeah. say that about yeah. marathons, and you burn, have to burn more calories. Yeah, like you see, you, you're talking about how you didn't necessarily enjoy London Marathon because you're pushing yourself. Imagine pushing yourself that much and doing six hours. Mm. Oh yeah, you know, and, 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 that, and that's and that's what people forget. Time mm. time is irrelevant. Completely, it's the distance. time is completely irrelevant. The longer you're out there, the harder it is. Oh yeah. man, absolutely. So yeah. the, these elite guys running two hours. Easy. Well, <laughs> well, well, it sort of is <laughs> to a degree because Mo Farah runs on average 17 miles a day. Yeah, mm. about an hour and a half. Fuck, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Even saying that is mad. Takes me an hour and a half to get out of bed. <laughs> well, but but, that, but that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So you're going, yeah, but that's only an hour and a half his day. Yeah, yeah. For most mm. of us to run 17 miles, it's like four hours. Yeah. yeah. And and then off the back of that, it's recovery and that's your day gone. Yeah. yeah. These guys then go straight in the gym. <laughs> and they start so, the day, yeah. yeah. So actually, the fact, so for them, running a marathon is it's not easy because they're pushing themselves. But yeah. if you said to Mo Farah, go and run a two-hour, 20-marathon, yeah, no bother. Easy. Yeah, stop and have a cup of tea on the way around. Before, before, before breakfast. Have a yeah. pint with Ewan. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but that's what it is, and that's what I love about Ewan. I mean, he's a, he's a big old unit. Is loves it? Oh, yeah, loves his food. I mean, you got Is to follow... Is that on muscle, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ewan. Uh, got, got to uh, honestly, follow him on Instagram. He's absolutely hilarious. Nice. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. I think he ran... He'd run a, I think he ran a half marathon yesterday. Completely out... No, 10K. Completely out of shape, but just did it. About brilliant. 45 minutes. Great athlete's mentality. Oh, big time. He'll, he'll, he'll just get through it. There's loads of stuff for charity and stuff. And, it, and it's just... He just does it for fun. Fair play, fair play. You know, play, does man. it for the charity side of it. Does it for fun. You know, but then he'll, he'll he'll post. He's gone for a run, and then he's gone and ordered like three burgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of guy. Well, it is, and, and, and that's what it, and that's what it's all about. I say it's balance, and I think people need to under you know, running. Running's fabulous for your headspace, mentality. Whether you're listening to music, a podcast, nothing. Yeah. Just clear your head step by step. 
feel-good factor, achievement. Mm -hmm. It's so, it sounds so corny and a bit cheesy, but it's so good for the soul. Yeah, completely. You know, and, and, that's, and that's what it is. That's, that's, that's one of the other reasons I run. It just clears your head. Mm -hmm. Or exercise. It just clears my head. We, we always worry, I, I say this all the time, but we always worry about it being too preacher. But at the same time, it is so good for the soul. So we just want to encourage people to go out and run down to yeah. the end of your street. And, or, and it, even if it's half an hour. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just go out and, and, it, and then you... And it's that feeling afterwards coming back and going, oh, I don't want to do it. It's raining. Yeah. It's miserable outside. It's mm. cold. And you get your gear on, you get wrapped up, you go out. And that's why I say, don't look at your watch sometimes. Don't be judging everything on time. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll run and you'll think, oh, I've run really slow today. And then you look at the watch at the end of it and go, oh, actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. 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 But in your head, you're plodding. Yeah. The wind's <laughs> against you, the rain's coming down, and it's, <laughs> and it's miserable. But then you come back in, and I always say, one of the best luxuries in life after being out in the cold and whatever is coming hot shower <gasps> it's just like love it yeah it's just brilliant i have a bath i have a yes yeah, so i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a bath kind of guy bath, um, <laughs> <laughs> bath. Uh, well, i'm not a bath kind of guy either but it's it's just that fact if you get hot shower and you go you know what i've just been out in a crappy weather yeah and i'm done there mm. yeah sense of achievement yeah and, and it doesn't matter how it is. And it's sometimes, like you said, it's dragging yourself out of bed, mm. just getting your trainers on and going, I'm just going to get it done. Yeah, perfect. And it, set, it sets you up for the day. It sets you up for the day. And it, makes you, and it just makes you feel mm. so much better. And for those people that say, oh, I can't run, I can't do this. There's a guy in, in the Leeds 10K, Leeds half, with one leg beats me every year with a prosthetic limb. Yeah. That gets to me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I can beat him this year. No, I can't. Still haven't beaten him. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, there's London, there's all sorts of shapes and sizes yeah. running quicker than me. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like to think I'm in quite good shape. And there's, it, you just run. That spurs me just on. Just run. Yeah. When I'm on an event and I see someone and I think, well, if they can do it, then I need to yeah. get out of my head and crack on. And, and, do and, and that's what it comes down to. You, all sorts of shapes and sizes. Yeah. People run at different speeds. And people that go, I can't run, I've got this, I've got that. Well, actually, if you start off slow and work into it, yeah. and I think that's bi people's biggest problem is this, when they go to do a, a 10K or whatever, they start off too quick. They do that first run and they're sore, yeah. and then go, I need a week off. Knock it on the yeah. head, yeah. yeah. And actually, no, that first three, I always say it's four runs. You're going to be a little bit sore and it's going to be a little bit tight. That's natural, that's normal. Get through those first four runs and then the soreness is gone. Yeah, yeah completely. Yeah, you know, there's, you're building that muscle back up. There'll be tiredness after that at mm. times, but that initial, oh my God, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. I can't get down the stairs, <laughs> it hurts. It's really, I'm really struggling. That's gone after that first four or five runs. Yeah. And then you're into just doing, it might be 20 minutes. Mm. And even if you feel a bit self-conscious or a bit overweight or whatever, jog a bit, walk a bit, jog yeah. a bit, walk a bit. And then next time, try and jog a little bit further. Yeah, walk All a progress. little bit less. And, and, and do it that way and, and slowly. And I would say it's a strange phenomenon. The fitter you are and the harder you work, the more energy you've got. Yeah, yeah. oh, big time. And, and, and I, think, I think people that haven't always been, haven't been fit, maybe don't quite understand that. Mm. That actually, you, you've got more, I've just run 10 miles, but I've got loads of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you've got all those happy endorphins, yeah, all those good it's, hormones, I mean, you know? it's, it's, You can't sort of quantify it or well, explain it. It's not people. a myth, is it, those happy endorphins? It's no. there, and, but it, you can't. It's, it's absolutely huge. And it, so even if that first run just means, actually, you've run a mile. Mm. Brilliant. Mm. Next time, it might be a mile and a half. Yeah. And then you slowly build up, and, you, you know, and it's just getting into it. And, and, and so, as you said, it, 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 running is exercise is one of the biggest and best drugs yeah. that you oh, can get hold of. My God. Got to be careful. Get too addictive. It becomes, you know, like anything. Can do. You, you don't want to go too far. But it's brilliant. Mm. And, uh, and that's what, and that's, again, that's another re you know, the other reason, apart from vanity, um, <laughs> that I do it. it it's, it's just, fe it's a feel-good factor. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? At the beginning of that segment, mm. and he talks about um, is football injury? Yeah. Imagine being told as as a football player that you you're not going to run again. Well, Im imagine being told as well. Just, I mean, that'd be horrific. But imagine being told on top of that that um, you're 31, right? That it happened to him when he was 30. Imagine someone saying to him, right, your career is over. Yeah. A year ago to you. And then he goes on to just. 
have some inspirational chat. Mm. I mean, that's that's a hell of a turnaround he's made. Oh, big time. When he talks about how he was having a little jog around the stray um, for the first time, and he's like, oh, I can run again. Yeah. And I said I said it in that little segment there, but you, I take it for granted. I know I take it for granted. You do? That you, you can go out and, and do a few laps and, and, and feel good about yourself. Yeah. Um, and so for, for him to have that uh, setback, huge setback, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he puts some lightness on it where he, the surgeon's gone, you know, but that must have been a hell of a thing. Yeah, big to then, moment. Big moment to come out of that. Um, and then to achieve all of the stuff that he's done away from football as well as since then. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah, it's good. And I, I like his his take on... Uh, look, if, da- if Danny Mills, mm. right, ex-England player, yeah. Leeds, mm-hmm. Sitter, yeah. Middlesbrough, if he's telling you that all shapes and sizes yeah. can go out for a run, yeah. then you better fucking listen to that man. Absolutely. Because he's, he's talking sense there, isn't he? And he says as well, time is irrelevant. Yeah. It's just good for the soul. And, and he's absolutely right. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Because it, it does hurt. But just get that, get rid of it, get over that. Yeah. Because it fucking hurt him as well when he couldn't run. Yeah, my man's <laughs> got no knees. Yeah, <laughs> knees are shot to bits. You should see him run. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> He's got no knees and no back. I think <laughs> he runs like an ironing board. <laughs> no man, and he talks as well. so openly about the reasons why he wants to run. Um, yeah, he's good for his soul, good to clear his head, but about vanity as well. You know, I guess when you're a professional sportsman um, and you're getting up and working hard every day. Um, I think he touched on it with the Harry's Heroes thing as well about being too slim for yeah. that. He's in a mindset now where he's like, I need to maintain this level of fitness and this uh, this this health, you know? He does look so good. Oh, man. If you've not already, give him a follow on Instagram. He, yeah. he is fit as a fucking fiddle, isn't he? Oh, mate. Some of them things he does, it's like the Pilates with the res- with the restraint stuff yeah. on it. Oh, God. Quite sexual. Oh, d- what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we call that? <laughs> I immediately <Nope>. regret saying that. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, it's, it's from, just from a personal point of view, and any Leeds fans listening to this will be buzzing as well. It's really, it's really exciting to hear about the times that we all loved from the you know the early uh, early 2000s he talks about um, Brian Kidd if if he one of the coaches at Leeds he knew if if they were on like a big lash that night yeah. he'd be like right we're going to do some fucking sprints lads <laughs> and then you can earn your beers yeah i do like that mentality yeah, i like great. that it's in sport as well professional mm. sport yeah because that's what it is about isn't it you can Balance. work hard and then you can have your yin and yang i've got two words for you dean can you guess what they are Tit boob. <laughs> Ying and yang. <laughs> and he nails it, man. It's all about balance. Absolutely it is. And I think, it's, it's, like, I, I, this weekend I had too much to drink. I had a couple of different events that I had to go to um, that I had a lovely time at, but the last couple of days I felt so low from just, like, the beer fear and the toll that it has and these toxins on your body. Yeah. I just ignored that balance for that, for that amount of time. And it can be so quick, that turnaround. Um, but he absolutely nails it. Ying and yang, balance. Get your balance sorted. It's so obvious, isn't it? But until, again, until you hear a professional sportsman telling you that, yeah. I don't think it sinks in as much as if somebody's just saying, you know, as if your mate's just gone, well, mate, you've just had a, a dirty weekend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or two fucking idiots doing a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to us. Listen to Danny Mills. Danny fucking Mills. Absolutely. And by the way, we need to see if we can get you and Thomas on. Yeah, he sounds like a right guy, doesn't he? He sounds like a legend. <laughs> Going for a run and having three burgers. <laughs> Organising a pint on mile 20 of the London Marathon. <laughs> That's good skills because it's hard enough to fucking wave to your family at the London Marathon. Yeah. Never mind. Organise a pint waiting for you somewhere around. That, yeah, I, 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 we need to get him on and ask him about it. Let's get we, him on. Let's see, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll text Danny and be like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk to him. We need to talk to him. Um yeah, well, th- thank you for listening. This has been uh, episode seven of the Behind the Method podcast. Uh, what? Behind the Method podcast. <laughs> Cock past. Put me, put me teeth in. Um, <laughs> but as you can hear there, we didn't ask him the three questions that we asked Scott. So this interview Tell is not why. over. It's not over. This is part one. Um, we're, we're encroaching on an hour's worth of podcast. So we wanted to give you guys uh, an, an audio break. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, this is end of part one with, uh, with Danny. Um, and uh, we're going to sp- hear from him uh, in a couple of shows' time. Um, but um, 
Manchester Marathon is coming along this Saturday, this Sunday, excuse me, uh, Sunday the 7th of April 2019. Yeah. And me and Gary are going to be there. Uh, Gary's going to be DJing yeah. uh, on mile 17. 16. 16. Fucking hell. He's you all wanna, over the guy. Do you want to do the story? <laughs> you do the fucking story. I'm going to be DJing at mile 16. We're outside the live centre on Washway Road. Um, we're going to have a little street party, mm-hmm. some tunes. Um, yeah, so if you're around... Uh, if you're uh, in the in the area or if you're doing the marathon, look out for us. We've got a little banner. Yeah. I spent a few quid on a little banner that yeah. looks gorgeous. There's a nice cafe in the live center as well, so you can pop in and have a brew or a croissant. Nice. Not if you're running. Concentrate if yeah, you're running. Yeah, keep running if you're running. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to be down there, and I'm going to do a little uh, special live episode. It's not going to be live, but it's going to be live from the marathon. From the marathon. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll uh, botch that into an edit, and uh, you'll hear that uh, that next. Um, so, yeah, that's about uh, everything from us. Um, do you want to do some more plug-in, Gary? Do you want to remind people of what to do? Yeah, like, comment. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling generous, give us a review. Yeah, review. I like Tweeters, that. Tweeters, Instagrammers. Yeah, we've had a few people getting in touch on Twitter and telling us about their, like, they're getting into running, they're doing yep. ballet classes, starting all that. And so it's good to hear that, you know, people out there are listening and getting involved. So give us a shout on Twitter at Behind the Medal. Absolutely, that's the one. Um, so, yes, uh, it is a very goodbye from me and an even better goodbye from me. We will see you next time on Behind the Medal. Love you. Bye.